Is it piece of chain? Or Tao Te Ching? It's the Arrow Wong podcast series. The number one Apple business and number four entrepreneurship podcast. Speaking from Hong Kong. So Bob Faison is the Chief Strategy Officer of Void Consulting Group, where he leads organization repositional program for global brands. Bob has helped over 12,000 entrepreneurs start and grow their business. Over the past 16 years, he has worked on creative projects for leading brands across North America, Europe, and Africa, such as brand names like Samsung, Coca-Cola, Bath and Body Works, Toyota, Guinness, Project and Gamble, etc. Besides, he has a long history of community work. He is committed to personal development. He has received awards from both local and international organizations, most of which were in recognition of his social transformation and youth development involvement. Last but not least, he is also the founder of Cracking the Life Code, which is a self-help platform that helps individuals gain life mastery. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Bas. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for your time. I know it's late in New York. Uh, is there anything that I missed uh, in your introduction about you that you would like to add anything to it? I mean, I just, I just would like to add, which is, which is what my my latest baby, and that's my book, Crack and the Life Code. I, I'm also an author of the new book, Crack and the Life Code. Yeah, that's something I would love to dive deep into it, and that's the reason why I come to it because Crack and the Life Code. You are the founder. You have a beautiful website. You have a podcast. You have a book, and then, yeah. But before that, I would like to ask you a question, kind of personal. Uh, because you, there's a fun fact. You you are a certified negotiation specialist, and then, uh, actually, it is kind of personal because I think the negotiation it is a big skill we have to master in our life. But I think that is my response because. Uh, I don't know. As an entrepreneur, I know I have to master it, but it's kind of like goes against my leisure a little bit. I have a hard time to take on these skills. So, can you tell me, tell us a little bit about these fun facts? I mean, honestly, um, every day when we wake up, we are negotiating from the point we wake up to the point we go to bed. In mm. fact, when you are saying to yourself. Should I go to bed now, or should I watch one more Netflix or one more movie? You're negotiating, so everybody is negotiating. When you lay in bed in the morning, you negotiate with yourself: Should I get up and go have a shower and start my day, or should I hit the snooze button um, on the alarm and get another five minutes of sleep? So. Life, the one of the most important skills that anyone can have in life is negotiation skills. We are in a world where you see the entire globe has become a small universe. It has become mm. a small village now, and so we are interacting. You are in Hong Kong. I'm in New York. Mm. We're interacting via technology. So because of this, it has become. Even more important for entrepreneurs globally to have these negotiation skills because they're going to be interacting with people across different nations, different background, and different you know uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, fields, you know different businesses. So it's important that we understand how to negotiate so that. And at the end of the day, the primary goal of negotiation is so that you are you have. What you want, 
and the other person has is happy. So yeah. the goal of negotiation is to make the two parties be happy. So it's not about greed. It's not about selfishness. It's not about trying to get all for yourself. It's more so, you know, finding a balance where you're being rewarded for your uh, value. You're getting mm. getting paid for your value. And then you're also making sure that the second person or the third person in this negotiation is happy. So when I go into negotiation, I don't only look out for myself. I also want to make sure the person I'm I'm negotiating with is happy. That's that's the best form of negotiation. Uh, So it is not only about business. Actually, it's about personal development. Like you just said, it is... uh, mm, five minutes of bedtime or talking to Arrow, this person from Hong Kong uh, in 10 p.m. in New York. <laughs> you have to negotiate your life to do such a thing. Uh, it's like taking a lesson from Damon John uh, in Shark Tank. I, I, I like Damon John anyway, because sometimes when I have to to go some, to think about some negotiation situation, I think about, and I don't know why, you, what you just said, remind me something. And okay, let's talk about personal development because quite the life code. And uh, I wish this episode can be something that uh, can appeal to many different age groups because I'm 30 something now. And then when I was 20 something, I think about something else. But now I'm a father of one, I'm a family man, I'm 30 something. And I'm walking into 40 something a few years later. And yeah, so I would like to ask the first question I would like to ask is what is life and, and how can we decide one? It could be nice that you can uh, formulate your perspective from the age of different 20s, something, 30-something, or 40-something. Yeah, I would like to hear your perspective. You know, um, it's never too late to determine when you want to start, right? Mm. But it's easier and it's better to start sooner. It's easier and better to start earlier. So if you think about it, if you want to build... uh, a mansion. Mm-hmm. If you start, if you start early in the morning, you would get far along before night comes. But if you start in the afternoon, you might not be able to finish it until it gets dark. So the sooner we start personal development in our twenties, I actually started at the age of twelve. That's when I started my journey. Uh, but why the age of twelve? What happened? Yes, it's a very interesting story. Uh, one day I, I went into, I ran into the bedroom and I saw my mom, she was crying. So I asked her, why, why were you crying? And she said to me at the time, she had received the bad news from her mother and uh, she was not able to help her mother. Mm. So that broke my heart. I was very devastated hearing that. Mm. And so that day I made a decision. I said to myself, I'm going to do everything it takes within my power to ensure that I build my life in a way that I find myself in a place where I'm able to provide help to everybody that I love. And that's where my journey started. And I began to look at this time I was born and raised in Nigeria. At this time, I began to look for alternatives. I said to myself, the life that I'm living right now, that's not all there is to life. 
there has to be more to life. And then I started searching. I started reading. I started digging. And that's where my whole journey started. So by the time I was 17, I was already hosting a conference. By the time I was in college, I was reading books and following through, you know, personal development. So I started pretty early. Not everybody has that opportunity to start very early in their lives. But I want to say that whatever time you start is fine. But just make sure that you're making impact, you're making moves, and you're constant with your move. Personal development is about consistency. It's about doing that make putting in the work but doing it consistently through the course of our lives but yes i know when we say we're in 40s it sound, sounds a little tough you know when you're in your 40s yeah. <laughs> you but but it's what it, it's never too late mm. to start the personal development journey when you realize it then you're you're starting the process so just get straight to it as soon as you realize it so the first depression moment for yourself is 12 years old because you want to take care of your mother because you feel sad about your mother's situation. And then maybe in the next decade uh, or even more years uh, come afterward, uh, you, you just improve yourself in terms of personal development and you improve yourself to a point that you find cracking the life code. Uh, you master yourself. So let's, it's a logical decision, I believe. I'm not sure. Uh, so you want to teach this concept to other people. Why did you find this uh, cracking the life code at the first place? I would like to know. Well, um, you know, <laughs> when I was growing up, mm. there was not so many examples no no good examples so i had to go into books and read books i had to go listen to speakers motivational speakers inspirational speakers um and then i also began to do my personal research because the thing for me was i was in pain i was in I, the environment where I was raised was uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to shift that environment. I wanted to change that. I wanted to change my life. So I took my life into my hands. Now, what happened was I did a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. Tried so many things I failed. I tried so many things I failed. So I learned so many lessons in the course of this personal development journey. So after over 20 years, of practicing, of learning, of failing, I then decided that I wanted I wanted to help many other people who mm-hmm. don't know how to get themselves away from whatever their current situation is to a better situation. So I just wanted to show them the same path that I went through. And then mm-hmm. now I've made it a lot easier for them because they don't need to go looking for books and researching and running you know, all over the place and making mistakes because I made all the mistakes for them. And now mm. I'm teaching them not to make that mistake. Mm. You encapsulate your entire journey uh, into uh, success and failure. You uh, just trial and error. So I would like to say some more success that you have done over the past 16 years. Some of the big brands I've already mentioned, like Portugal and Gamble, uh, Coca-Cola, 
but some some even more Ericsson, Bank of America, Skybank, uh, Lesto. You have you are an entrepreneur and you work with these kind of brands. These are kind of brands to the average people. Okay, I'm just a to me, I just consume FMCG product in a grocery store. That's it. But you work with them. These are your success. What are your favorite failures? Say like one to three uh, that you stuck in your head and keep you going. Is there I, any? Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I got out of college, hmm. uh, my father wanted me to study medicine. Medicine. He wanted okay. me to be a doctor. Okay. So I came home one day and told him, I was going to study business. I was going to be a business man. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're going to die poor if you do business. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, need, you need to be, you need to be a healthcare professional. You need mm -hmm. to be a doctor so you mm -hmm. can make more money and you can have a beautiful life. Mm -hmm. So he said, if you choose this, I'm sorry you are going to be poor. So hmm. I decided uh, that I was going to prove him wrong. Hmm. I decided to take that and, and I run with it. And hmm. I said to myself, okay, well, this is what he thinks, but I'm going to disprove him. I'm going to make sure that I show him that you can live a life depending on your mindset. You mm -hmm. can be successful in anything that you put your hands in. Mm -hmm. and that's where I began. So my first failure was my first business. My first mm. business failed. I, I, <clears throat> I had worked as a business consultant doing mm. strategy because my, my core competence is strategy. I had done you know strategy mm. for a lot of different brands. And now I decided I was going to be an entrepreneur. So I started my first business. My mm -hmm. first business failed in the first year. And so I did not make anything good out of that. <laughs> to go find a mentor who showed me all the mistakes that I made mm. and then opened my eyes to how to run a more successful business. Oh. So I knew the theory, but I didn't have the experience. So that's one of the lessons I teach entrepreneurs today. You can read all the books you want. You can go to YouTube and watch all the videos you want. <laughs> if you don't have the experience, there's still something that you're losing. So there is enough knowledge online. You can read, mm. you can go to business school, you can go anywhere, theories. But when mm. you come into the market as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur and you're discussing pricing, marketing, and you know customer service and all of those, in reality, is different from textbook knowledge. So mm -hmm. I failed in my first business. I failed in my first relationship. You know, I failed in relationship. I failed in business. I failed in, in, in different areas of my life. But what happened was I turned all of these failures mm -hmm. into learning opportunities for myself. And so mm -hmm. now I am able to build stronger relationships because I had failed in relationship in the past. Now I'm able to build stronger businesses because I've failed in business in the past. So yes, I turned most of my failures into my successes today. 
one of the uh, core theme of this podcast is uh, entrepreneurship and i i just like the failures that you just mentioned because uh, so many people when they look at successful entrepreneurs they just mm, it's like uh, the uh, cover magazine on Forbes and then uh, everything looks so glamorous and actually underneath the hood there's so many failures uh, for you uh, you graduated I would like to add some context into the conversation because you have a uh, MBA uh, and marketing uh, you put your postgraduate is also marketing and also you have a doctor of business administration in strategy and interface you have all the knowledge base and uh but you still have to find your own uh Damon Jones a mentor to open your eyes because you will model from someone else because you just mentioned uh when you are in the youth you don't have any role model you, you kind of have to look for your own role model. But last but not least is you still have to risk by doing. You have to learn by doing. That's the gist of it. So is that the necessity, how we create the life code? We have vision. We have to take massive actions. Anything else you would like to let uh, the audiences know about creating the life code? Well, I'd like to add that obstacles and failure are mm. a part of the process. Mm. So we have to embrace failure. We have to embrace obstacle. We cannot afford to see obstacles as our enemy. Mm. No. On the way to success as an entrepreneur, you have to realize that obstacle is a part of the process. So anytime you see an obstacle, you have to be excited because every time you succeed in overcoming one challenge, you get stronger, you get wiser, you get smarter. And so the more challenges you overcome, the wiser and smarter you become. So it's important that when we see obstacles, we don't run back. Many of us, have, if we're very scared to, to fail, like we don't want to fail and that's why we don't try. We don't want, oh, something that we're not used to, we stay away from it. But that's how innovation comes about. Innovation comes from multiple trials, multiple failures, and then one. All you need is just one success. You don't even need more than one. You just need one success. So you got to keep trying and keep failing Ooh. and keep trying and keep failing. Now, you are better off than someone who only tried once and quit. Mm -hmm. If you continue to push along even after failing, you keep trying after failing, after failing, one day you're going to land on your success and everybody's going to see your success, but they would not know how many failures you've been through prior to that one success. But when you understand how failure works then you can manage success better so it's always that's what i'm going to leave i'm going to add that um we have to embrace mm -hmm. um success uh failure i also need to add that the difference between success in business and failure is just the mindset mm -hmm. so if you look at jack ma if you look at uh, mm -hmm. uh all the you know elon musk just mentioned the successful men the difference between a highly successful person and an unsuccessful person is the mindset. So what you want to do is focus more on your mindset and encourage your mind with positivity 
and say to yourself, I might not be where I want to be today, but maybe I'm not where I used to be yesterday. Mm. So all I need to do is conquer today and then tomorrow I leave to fight again. And then we continue with that mindset. That's how we push through our challenges. Mm. Is there any tools or behavior that can, you can teach the audience about this? Because I totally agree with you on the mindset bit, but I believe both you and I know, uh, yeah, we know this is the mindset, but when you actually encounter the difficulty, oh, it is still so hard, I want to just give up. Uh, and say like uh, Tim Ferriss or maybe Noah Kagan, they would say something like, hey, try something uncomfortable, maybe a little slightly uncomfortable in the, on a daily basis. And then, okay, you can uh, train your muscle, even though you, uh, you haven't encountered a very big uh, obstacle yet. Uh, how would you train your mind on a daily basis? Is there any self-talk that you talk to yourself uh, internally or anything that you actually physically do to build that resilience, to build that unbeatable mind? What is, yes, <clears throat> wake up every day and ask myself, what is the one thing that I need to do today? That scares me. What is the one thing that I need to do today that scares me? You know, it's funny because this is both literal and figurative. And one day I had I asked myself this question: what is the one thing I need to do today that scares me? Mm. And I I realized it was putting my hand on the stove, <clears throat> on a hot stove. Mm. So, and I put my hand on the hot stove and yeah, I felt the pinch in my, in my hand. But what I'm doing is every day I'm pushing myself to do something that scares me. Mm. So every day I'm asking myself, what's that one thing that I'm, I'm afraid I'm scared of. I want to do a little bit of that today. And when we continue that way, when a big, obstacle comes, our mind is prepared to go towards it because naturally our inclination from our mind when we see an obstacle is to pull back because we want security, we want safety, and our mind is trying to protect us and you know keep us safe. So we have to shut that part of our mind, our brain down that's mm. trying to protect us. And we have to say, hey, brain, hold on. I've got this. Let me go in for this. All right. But then you can't do that all of a sudden. You have to practice every day. Ask yourself that question. What's the one thing that I'm scared of today? I want to do it today. And, you know, as we run closer to our fear, when the real life trouble and obstacles come, we're, we have trained ourselves to run towards it rather than run away from it. Got it. I think the last question that I want to ask you, is uh, for this session is uh, what is the one thing that you would like to let the kids uh not just kids actually all people that uh know what they should do in terms of personal development to end this session uh, i would like to add some context into it is uh you thrive in new york uh there's a line always that if you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere else it is kind of like uh, Hong Kong. If you can make it in Hong Kong, you can make it in anywhere else in Asia. So you are you are thriving in New York. 
in terms of uh, whatever aspects, relationship, business, whatever. So what is the one thing you would like to, you would like the audience to know to end this session? Consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. I tell you, it's tough living and navigating New York. It mm. is very, very difficult, mm. but it is not for the faint at heart. You have to keep going. Consistency, you have to build a routine. You have to build a mindset. You have to keep going. You do it every day. You do it every day. Every day I wake up, I go to the gym. I work out. Mm. I don't, sometimes I don't feel like it, but I still go. You know, sometimes I feel weak and tired, but I get up and go. You have to show up every day. Consistency is the key. So here's the thing. You don't punch a bag one day and the bag just, you know, you, you put a hole in the bag. No. You have to keep punching and punching and punching. So the story is, my dad told me one time, he says, mm. if, if you if you knock on the door and they, they don't open it, he said, knock harder. He mm. says, if you knock harder and they don't open it, he said, kick the door. Mm -hmm. He said, if you kick the door and the door can't open, he said, find a window. He said, find a window. Mm. But the point is, You've got to be resilient. You yes. can't give up. You can't say, I've tried my best. Well, I'm done. I'm going back home. No, because I have this mentality. It's either you swim or you sink. There is no way, no other way. You either swim or you sink. And so when I realized that all I want to do is swim, I decided that I'm going to show up every day. Every day, I tell people, if I, uh, most of my clients, I tell them, if you're looking for a job, turn in applications every day. Even if you're, if you, even if you're being rejected, turn in applications every day, every day, every day. If you're an entrepreneur, reach out to your customers every day. Think about new products every day. Find new marketing strategies every day. You have to be consistent. Now, that's the, the key lies in consistency if you continue and you know the truth is you don't want to build a business where the customers show up one day and you're not there you know if you're not there one day they will find your competition they'll go to your competitors so you have to show up every day consistency is the one thing i want to leave the audience with uh it reminds me the lie that i think it is why holidays obstacle is the way impediment to actions and fences as Basically, you just, no matter what difficulty you encounter, you just uh, tackle the head on. Sorry, I have to ask you one more question because uh, uh, to before I end this session, uh, because you are born and raised in Nigeria and then you are uh, working in New York now, you are thriving in New York now. Uh, is your vision to become the role model that uh, you didn't have when you were you were you were a kid so that you want to become a role model for other kids or for other people today is that your that's, vision that's right um i didn't i want to be that person that i did not have when i was growing up um mm. for many other kids that's why i wrote my book cracking a life code because i believe that someone can read that book today and just learn all the lessons that I learned over a 20 year period. So I mm. want to be that role model for kids in different parts of the world who otherwise would not even know how to navigate life or business or career. That's really my vision. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for wrapping this session up with your vision to become a role model uh, for the entire world, Bob's. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for the great job you're doing on the podcast. Mm, appreciate it. So for the audiences, uh, until next time.